Do you like retro video games? Then you should check out the Nerd Cave Retro on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you can find podcasts. If you like the show, then you can join the Discord by going to the Nerd Cave Retro Twitter page and click the link at the top of the page. If you like the Open Micers podcast, but you think I'm too handsome, check out the Jester's Court podcast hosted by my fat twin, Mr. Mike Evelyn found wherever podcasts are given away for free. Dead Game is the new podcast where award-winning comedy writer Wally Phelps and award-seeing comedy sidekick Carlos Longoria (laughs) use their powers of necromancy to resurrect failing or long-suffering game franchises. From Fortnite to Rock Band, D&D to Double Dragon, listen to Dead Game, where games go to get good. We also want to shout out our other patrons, Mr. Derek Diamond and old Rob himself, Mr. Robbie Henning. Just drop that ass, bitch. It's open micers in the house. Pop that pussy with that open micers logo in your mouth. Jason with his bald ass head. Jacob looking in bed. It's open micers, bitch. Heard what I said. Drop that ass, drop that ass. Open micers in the house. Drop that ass, pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. Open micers in the house. Open micers in the mouse. Drop that ass, pop that pussy. Open micers in the house. The mic is now open. That's right. The mic is now open. And my name is Jason Robbins. I'm Jacob Craig. And oh, look. Oh. Perfect timing. Our second guest <laughs> just ju- just jumped onto the Zoom. He has no picture yet. Obviously no audio. He's a bot. He's a bot. I think he might be a bot. Um, I think Hamas sent him to throw us off. They're the best terrorists of all time. <laughs> He's buzzing now. He's buzzing with anticipation. Nice. But anyways, <laughs> I'm going to do the introductions and then maybe he'll, uh, he'll get in here and be able to start talking soon. Guys, I may look like I'm inbred, but our first guest looks like he eats bread. And <laughs> I'm very excited to have him be returning. He is one of the funniest comedians in all of Louisiana. He is very rapidly becoming a a nationally touring nationally headlining act i'm i have very high stock on this guy he is coming on here to recap his time at Skankfest vegas talk about his new podcast talk about all the exciting things in his life it's the one and only tyler arsenio how you doing man thank you for pronouncing my name wrong again <laughs> again i arsenio. thought i thought dude <laughs> i thought for the life of me it was arsenio like arsenio hall I tried so okay. hard. It's you made Arsenal. You put Arsenal. Arsenal. You yep, put you put it. the you put the meme up today on on the uh, the Open Micers account about how I'm stupid. I'm the yeah. dumb one. Here <laughs> You're on the dumbest show. person I've ever met. You can't even pronounce shit no, correctly. Like, hey, whoa. Josh is here. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, Josh? Can you hear us, buddy? What's up? Yeah, sweet can man. You hear we, me? Yes, yes, we can hear you. You look fantastic. You're very Thanks, attractive. Man. But before we go to him, can I introduce our first guest normally? His name is Tyler Arsenault. Not Arsenio. Not whatever, dude. Arsenio. (laughs) What who doesn't fact check the name of the guest on their show before they intro him? Jacob. This This is is second time it happened. Bush League. (laughs) Bush League. Look, thank God I didn't have to pronounce your name or bring you up or anything on the show that we did together, because I was also, like, very not And there. up next, we have we have Josh Witz on the show. Yep. Josh Witz, nailed it. everybody. You nailed it. We got Jake Wattage on here coming on. Uh, yeah, dude, our, our second guest joining us for the first time ever. Uh, another fantastic Louisiana headliner. Another guy I have a lot of high stock on. We're going to talk to him about his first time headlining at casinos. We're going to talk to him. I heard he has a very funny heart of the city story to tell us. And we're going to talk about the don't tell show that we did together. He said it's not funny. He says it's (laughs) not worth mentioning. But it's the one and only Josh Watts. How you doing, man? Hey, it's great to be here. Um, I uh, watched a couple episodes of your show so far. I'm I'm sorry. You invited me on it. I was going to tell you, don't like it. Um, I'm sorry. No, I'm I will tell you, uh, maybe it might have been a year ago. I got a, a Facebook message from somebody that told the message said, and I'll never forget it because it's aggravated me for a year because I didn't understand it. I got a message. It was like, Hey, I saw that you're Facebook friends with Jacob Craig. Did you know that he has a podcast? 
And then it was like this long explaining your podcast to me, but it was before I knew who you were. So I didn't understand who sent, I'm not friends with whoever sent me the email and I wasn't friends with you. And from that moment on, I've had beef with your podcast. You've had beef with me for a year and a half now. Who the fuck is messaging me? I don't understand your advertising. Well, it was me. I, I sent the message. Uh. <laughs> well, no, I have beef with this person as well. Cause I have no idea who that was or what that was about. They're just sending, they're just fucking sending messages to strangers, Jacob. And they're like, Jacob has a podcast. Is it good? I don't know. You should listen to it. That's what it said. It was like, all right, I don't guys, know it's, good. it's it's time for me to admit that it was me. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, this has been a long con to get us all together here. To Arsenio, about... even you? <laughs> to talk Come about on, how dude. slimming Josh looks. Hey, I think black. it's pretty cool. We got people out there uh, contacting comedians being like, hey, you know this Jacob <laughs> but Craig who is this? <laughs> But who is this that's doing this to us, Jason? Hold on. I'm gonna He's going to look back and find it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It'll right, be the uh, end of the episode before I find it, but it's in this Facebook <laughs> messenger. And when I, I find really want to know. Get TMZ on here. Can you get TMZ in the chat? Dun, 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 dun. They're going to love yeah, it. Let me, let me love call them up real quick here on Zoom. Get, T- <laughs> get TMZ on the line. <laughs> but. Anyways, while he's doing that, um, Tyler Arsenio can't fit in the hall. Uh, what? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on with you, buddy? I laughed, but I don't know what it meant. Uh... Arsenio can't fit in the hall way, like a hallway. Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Even my fiance is looking at me like I'm an idiot from across the room. She's like, "Why would you say She's that?" She's right. Was, you know what, though, it was delivered. With confidence that I admire, so. Thanks. I was sitting here thinking about where to put that in for, like, three minutes. I was like, where do I fit this in? And also, uh, I think I'm fatter than you, so I don't know why. I'm going hard I'll, on the I'll tell you this much. When I was at Skank Fest in Vegas, I multiple times walked by this restaurant with a big sign that said, if you were over 350 pounds, you eat here for free. And there was the a heart attack cafe. Yes. There's a gigantic scale outside, and you have to go stand on it in front of everyone. And if you're over 350 pounds, you can eat for free. And how bad I would, do you want? How bad do you want I that was burger? too scared to find out if if I'm being honest. Yeah. So I never. I stayed very far away from it. But yeah. maybe. <laughs> so that's no, you can't. You how bad do you want a burger? You don't want it that bad. <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of want that burger. <laughs> I would try it. You can have these enchiladas if you let the cops dig in your car. No. Don't you have to sign a waiver to eat that burger when you get in there? Man. Gordon to Bar Rescue or diner, Diners and Dives. One of those shows you do. Yeah. There, there was one show that was, or one restaurant that was on like CBS Sunday morning. They did a whole piece on it. And like Bo Rocca ate the whole burger. And then got brought out to his car in a wheelchair. Why are you watching CBS Sunday morning? What are you, my grandfather? Like, what the hell? Well, Jason, I have culture, unlike some people on this podcast. I enjoy a good CBS Sunday morning. Okay, then. You, you go right ahead there, Grandpa. You have cable? <laughs> Jason, you look like the Sun logo from CBS Sunday morning. <laughs> If I knew what it looked like, I would probably laugh at that. But I, <laughs> I don't watch right. CBS Sunday morning. Swing it and a miss. Like... Let's move on. <laughs> Josh, you have a you have an I look like joke. What is, I want to hear nope. it, buddy. No, I don't do I look like jokes. I don't have one. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Did you give up on finding that message, by the way? Because I'm genuinely oh. curious as to. <laughs> who could possibly be putting our names in Hold their on. mouth? And who needs it slapped out of them? Will Smith stop? No, it was it was just it was just like, hey, you should. You, I see your friends online with Jacob Craig. Did you know he has a podcast? And then it like described the podcast, and it was like, you should check this out. And oh. I don't remember. I think I think when I first got the message, I was like, oh, cool, I'm being invited on a podcast. And then yeah. my ego was like, oh no, somebody's just hawking me their podcast. Now yeah. we're enemies forever. Yeah, someone's talking to me about an inferior comedian of one state over. And yeah, that he was doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm kind of creeped out about just thinking about the fact that this person is watching right now. Mm. Oh, they're definitely watching. Whether it's through a window or not, I don't know, but they're watching. <laughs> they may be in the room with us right now. <laughs> Do you see this person who recommended the podcast in the room with us right now, Josh? <laughs> 
Uh, but anyways, we should get down to some uh, some nitty gritty boys. Uh, Josh, haven't talked to you before. I'm very excited to have you on for the first time. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Tyler, of course, brother. Tyler, returning guest. I'm very excited to catch up with you. Um, let's start with you, Tyler. I know that since the last time we talked, you have gone all the way out to Skankfest Vegas to do some sets out there. Ooh. Tell me about your experience there. How did all your sets go? Was it the craziest comedy party in the world, like everyone said it was? What did Joe DeRosa do to that trans person? <laughs> Tell me everything. Okay. Um, first and foremost, yes, it is absolutely the craziest comedy party in the world. But also, it is the greatest weekend of comedy that I've personally ever experienced. And I can't imagine comedy getting much better than that. Um, the, the most important thing that I like to drive home about my experience there is that every single comedian I met, well, first of all, just as a comedian at all, all right, the submission was free, which is very rare for a festival. Um, mm -hmm. And they paid every single comedian. Every comedian that gets on the festival gets paid. Gets paid for their gigs, gets travel buyout, gets free hotel, uh, gets full green room access, gets food, gets free drinks. Uh, I mean, the full works. Uh, I hardly paid for anything. Um, full green room access was incredible. Constantly just being in the same vicinity as legendary people um, who would honestly look you in the eyes and talk to you like a peer. Like, uh, which is something that I guess that was my first time experiencing anything like that. But just uh, being a comic and uh, was good enough, right? They just like, they talk to so many people who aren't comics constantly that you're um, that you're just an immediate peer, uh, and it's just an incredible experience. Um, that that part just completely blew me away. Um, everybody was so freaking cool. Um, it was you know it's one of those situations where I was trying to be as chill as possible, but inside I, my brain is screaming the whole time like, oh, there's T.J. Miller, there's Jamie Kennedy, there's Paulie Shore, just losing my mind. Um, you saw but, my friend T you saw my good close personal friend TJ Miller? Are, are y'all good close personal friends? <laughs> do you remember do you remember the story of him coming to the station? Uh no, I don't. Oh Enlighten us, Josh. Yeah, I didn't give it to us. In like 2014, TJ Miller came to Baton Rouge. He was filming Yogi Bear. And he came to the station's open mic, and me and Chase were co-headlining. Chase Myers, my buddy that I do buckets and duckets with my podcast. We were co-headlining. And uh, T.J. Miller, Garfunkel and Oates, and Shannon Woodward from Raising Hope were all at the open mic. And they all performed, and then we had to headline after them. <laughs> and T.J. Miller was the coolest dude that night. He hung out with me, took pictures. Like, he was a real cool guy. We exchanged emails because he's going to be in town for months and months filming. So he's like, hey, I'll hit you up. Maybe you could help me out, get other shows, or, you know, like, find other shows to be on. And then he emailed me and asked me about a show on a Tuesday night or something. And I was like, yeah, there's one out here. You come out. And he's like, great, I'll be there. And then an hour or so later, he's like, hey, filming got caught up. I can't make it. And I overrested how much of friends we were. And I was like, oh, I guess the big rock star is too busy filming fucking Yogi Bear to make it to the open mic. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, no. You messaged yeah. him that? <laughs> yeah, I sent that to him in an email. <laughs> Because I thought we were friends. We had been joking around. I thought, and I was like, oh, big fucking. And he, <sighs> for real, wrote back, I think it's best if we don't email anymore. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Oh, yeah. I can't man. believe you never heard that story, Tyler. No, that's great. Yeah. Dude. I've ran uh, into him. I ran into him since in New Orleans, and he remembers me and thinks it's funny. So we're, <laughs> or at least he told me he thought it was funny to my face. I don't know. At, at Skankfest, he had the most probably the most absurd set that I saw. Um, I he was on he was on a lot of mushrooms <laughs> and he was holding some sort of toy voice changer that makes your voice sound like a little duck for for lack of a better metaphor. Like I don't I don't it was just like a crazy little noise. And he held that in front of the microphone and did his whole set and everybody laughed the entire time. And on the way out everybody was just like, what was he saying? Nobody actually <laughs> heard what he was saying. Just him being up there on mushrooms, thinking that he was killing, was making everybody laugh. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've, 
I've never met him personally, but I've heard some wild stories about the man. <laughs> yeah. He was really cool at the station. He hung out with the comics. He didn't bump anybody. Like, he just waited his time. He did five or eight minutes instead of, you know, going as long as he could have. Mm-hmm. Cool guy. That's I found your message, Jacob. All right. Well, hit me well, with yeah, it. Let's hit me with it. Wait, wait. I don't want to interrupt his Skankfest story. I'm sorry. Oh, no. He's talking about Skankfest. Well, Only one of us have a Skankfest <laughs> story. Tyler. My bad. All right. All right My bad. Right. Skankfest right, is way more so, important than this. Um, the I'll, I'll give you the best comedian the best comedy that i saw was i wasn't there tyler and undoubtedly sam talent like yeah. sam talent was <laughs> yeah number one uh he yeah. just completely destroyed i saw several of his sets um he was by far like my favorite of the weekend also harlan williams was really? just completely incredible i um, love harlan did this williams really yeah. just funny set um, where he just walked out kind of just big dogging everybody. And he was like, man, when I'm disappointed, you know, when daddy comes to town, he expects a lot more out of a festival. And he's like, daddy doesn't expect to look up and see 20 feet of unfinished drywall. And then everybody in the whole entire room, like looks up and like sees exactly what he's describing and just starts falling out laughing. Um, it was like that moment in Jurassic Park where the raptor jumps up and grabs the leg and everybody in the theater jerks up their leg. Um, but yeah, he was incredible. And uh, yeah, the funniest thing I saw was my buddy Patrick Eady from Houston kicked the turtle down the street. Um, what? Why did he do that? Is he a plumber? <laughs> It wasn't on purpose. Uh, we <laughs> did he get an extra uh, life out of it? <laughs> this was definitely uh, this is definitely ecstasy night. Uh, I don't know if I could say that on this podcast, but yeah, there was ecstasy involved. But we're walking down um, walking down the street, and there's a lot of uh, little circles that are designated areas for homeless people to just do whatever, peddle their wares, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one person, unbeknownst to us at the time, was like letting people tip them so that so that they could pet his pet turtle and we weren't really paying attention and we walked Uh. like right through them and patrick just like accidentally kicked the turtle while he was walking and it slid about 30 40 yards down the street like like in mario kart it was I, I just fell to my knees laughing. Like, it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. He kicked and I a was, homeless I... man's turtle. <laughs> Dude, he's got like 30 Yikes. years bad luck now. Like, that is just karma yeah. is coming. <laughs> Dude, and he ran after it like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he, catch he, it. <laughs> ran after the thing he loved that you kicked across the street. Oh. Jeez, so was like, I charged $20 for that. <laughs> Fork yeah, it that over. Was... That was incredible, man. So, I don't yeah, know who I feel it. worse um, for, the homeless guy or the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Patrick Eady. He's a great comedian out of Houston, Texas. I spent a lot of time with him that weekend because it was just nice to have somebody that I knew there. I, you know, just like so it was nice to have somebody to hang with. So I wasn't just standing in the green room looking at people that I thought were famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. All right, Josh, you got the text queued up. What hit yeah. you with it? What's going on here? So this came to me September 18th, 2021. Okay, so this is a long time ago. Wow. Hey, Josh, I see that you are friends with Jacob Craig on Facebook. I have a podcast that uncovers the secret fandoms of the Gulf Coast VIPs. I know what this is. <laughs> I know what this was, is. <laughs> Jacob was recently on my podcast talking about how watching Batman Forever every day one summer created bonding moments with his brother. Since you're friends with him on Facebook, I thought you'd like to check it out. Also, <laughs> we're always looking for feedback from complete strangers. He fucking knew complete strangers enough that he even <laughs> admitted it in the fucking message. We love feedback from complete fucking strangers is what it says. Would you be willing to give me some feedback? Oh, <laughs> I got some feedback, bud. Can I drop the link to the episode on your website, to the episode on our website here for you? And I replied, no. Uh, <laughs> this is from uh, Reagan Bell. Yeah, that's your buddy, Jason. Oh, I know Reagan Bell. 
Yeah, they used to. What was the show that they used to do? It was do? Fantastic People, fantastic where they interviewed people. people who were fans of things. <laughs> and they had to be some kind of Gulf Coast VIP. So it was like local famous people. And I did an episode of it talking all about Batman and their marketing strategy. And it was so good. He messaged every stranger on Facebook and told them <laughs> that they should go listen to it. No, so what he did was he went down my entire 3,000 Facebook friends, uh, most of whom are comedians I've never met, and messaged yeah. that same exact message to every single yep. one of them. That's hilarious. Yeah, because we had never met at this strategy. time. We had never met at this time, and I mm. only knew you as a guy on Facebook. Like, that was it. Yeah. From this. <laughs> Yeah, I got confused. No. I thought it was ask. I thought it was advertising your podcast, but it wasn't. So you guys are cool. My Sweet. bad. I like, no, I I like Regan Bell. He's a good guy, but that's a strange strategy. No, no, he is a good <laughs> guy. Is. He's a very nice man. I find it but, hard to believe. Find it hard is to he believe. watching right now? Is he, <laughs> he a might. viewer? I don't know. This is not what nice men do, Regan. Well, if you're watching I, that, Regan, I will say that their podcast. If that is, is now, your name, <laughs> if that is yeah, your name, it, it's not his name. Your name isn't Regan Bell. It's say it's way too close to ringing bell, ring my bell. Your mom was a big Will Smith fan. No, ringing bell is a fake name. Will Smith. Be real about it. Ring my bell. You can ring my bell. That, you don't that was that Will song? Smith. <laughs> that, was Dude, that song has to be older than Will Smith. That's like a seventies R and B. Oh no, no, I didn't say he wrote the original song. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, got you. I like, said I know ring my bell from the Will Smith sampling. Who else but Josh Watts would drop? Um, some absurd Will Smith deep cut <laughs> remixes. <laughs> Look, I I will say that 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 kind of bit. I mean, it was the number one hit for Will Smith, so it is not. It's not really that obscure. I've never heard of it. It was the number one hit on the Billboard chart. <laughs> so I, well, whatever. I've also never heard of it. I don't. You really it. never? Oh, well, y'all are fucking. What are you? Twenty two each of you? Oh, Josh it's is bringing a, it's the from like nineteen. Yeah, it's from like nineteen eighty. Bringing the probably. deep cuts from, from Big Willie style. Like, no. <laughs> Big Willie. No, style, no, it dude. wasn't on Big Willie style. I remember. No, Big it's Willie. oh no, it's home base. It's his first or second album. First album. Yeah, dude, dude, we need to hire you as a Googler. That would take Jason twenty <laughs> minutes to find. <laughs> oh, I didn't Google it, buddy. That was on my playlist. Oh yeah, <laughs> it took three seconds to pull up. <laughs> it's like boom. I listened to this before the podcast. Nope. Unlike That's the why rest I was of ten you... minutes late. I was listening to "Ring My Bell" by Will Smith. Unlike the rest of you coward minutes. fucks, I never turned my back on Will just because of what he did. I'm a friend to the end. I was. I'm down with him from Philly on. I don't care who he slaps. I won't turn my back on him. We've been friends too long. The rest of you cowards just fucking gave up on him right away, didn't you? Jeez. It wasn't right away. It was it was the uh, you know, that zombie movie he did. That's where I started turning my back. I on am him. legend? Yes. Dude, that was a great a movie. Great what fucking are you talking movie. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's I insane. Like, I just like the book, Digga. I guess. I am legend. Oh, the book's way better. Well, the book's always better. But I, I am legend's fucking great. And they're making a sequel to it with Will Smith. There's more no bodies in yeah. the i wish they didn't no do people. that that was yeah, dumb. doing it they have I, to be like we have to choose the ending because i imagine it had like five endings like we have to choose the one where we're supposed to survive to milk this cash cow again yep. Yep. i prefer the omega man with charlton heston the original uh <laughs> adaptation. you remember when that came out <laughs> yeah, I don't was, remember huh? when it came out but it used to come on saturday afternoons on tbs all the time and yeah. i've seen it Six thousand oh. times. <laughs> Always on slightly off. <laughs> PBS coming in clutch. Look, I will I will say about the strange message that it did not help them because their podcast does no longer exist. <laughs> but there there were multiple my inbox was flooded with people being like, Hey, is this a scam? Do you know someone's doing That's this? That's what to it you? felt like. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone got so butthurt about it, they made a Facebook post about how they should be a Gulf Coast <laughs> VIP and how they should be on that podcast. Yeah. And like started beef with me when I had nothing. All I did yes. was talk about Batman for an hour. There's and now this guy's like, I've released solo albums and I'm good Who's at this? playing guitar. Who's this open micer talking about the Dark Knight? Right. Right. He didn't know shit about Batman. Who <laughs> <laughs> is this absolute complete Stick to the super friends, you weirdo. (laughs) 
Yeah, dude, that that got me a, a, some backlash after that episode came out, and I had to just be like, I don't even want to promote it anymore because he. I have I have a traumatic brain injury that's so bad that I write down almost everything that happens during the day with my kids, so I don't forget it, and that is stuck in my head for over two years. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. Do you, is that real? Is do you yeah, actually that's have for, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was a, yes. See, that's why I don't ask people to listen to my podcast because I don't want to create a trauma for anyone. <laughs> well, you didn't create one for Josh. He's had it, apparently. It was such a weird I've had my pod I've had we've had two different versions of my podcast since 2013. And I have never in all of my life seen or thought of advertising it this way. And I've never forgotten. I'm, there's like three episodes of my podcast where I rant about this for like 10 minutes. Like, oh, we oh got to just God. fucking email everybody on goddamn Facebook and tell them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why this stuck in my head like it did, but See, it's a weird I way. And if you're mess. watching this, Regan, you're dead to me. Is it Regan or is it Reagan? I don't is it Reagan? Know. Jason says it wrong. We had him on this podcast and Jason said his name wrong several times. Jason Leonard or Jason Robbins? Jason Robbins. I don't know why I just threw Jason Leonard. I was like, yeah, not the Jason that's here and one of the hosts of the show, but Jason Leonard, yeah. right? I forget you guys have never met, have you? No, I haven't. All right, nice it's not you, worth Jason. it. Nah, don't do that. Jason, are you a stand-up? Yeah, are you a stand -up uh, well, too? not sort not of funny stuff, but shut up. He doesn't. Oh, rude. Uh, not nice. as not as active as I used to be. Uh, to be honest, the the when the pandemic hit kind of took all the wind out of my sails and it's taken me yeah. every time i try to get back into it it just i don't know it, it takes me i i don't know if i it basically when the pandemic hit we were three-year comics get over it no we weren't <laughs> get over it. it because i mean everything was going so good until that point no and it then, wasn't we were three years in it, and then it just sort of like i can't get that like my feet back under me to like keep doing it and and just get out and keep Look, doing it again can i tell you I what mean, this is i want to tell you what this is he he was booked to open for a guy who's not even popular anymore and he lost that booking because of covid and he never recovered from it who was it brent turhew oh no it was just get over it <laughs> get over it buddy get no over it. it was just because everything was kind of like moving forward and then once that, that hit is like i just can't I don't know. Like trying to do those Zoom shows and shit during the pandemic was Zoom like shows man, were the worst soul fucking thing yeah. ever happened. I never did man. one. I never did, I did a Zoom show. No, I never did one. But I never really stopped doing comedy either. Our open yeah. mic stopped, but we still did monthly shows, and you know mm -hmm. we did them with less people and outside with uh, you know masks and protection. But I kept doing comedy, dude. Screw that. I I booked a roast battle that had to get, like, we had to stop letting people in because of the fire code. Not a mask in sight. Just everyone living their lives. <laughs> Mississippi, a, baby. This was in, like, a, March 2020. I didn't do a show in person for over a year, but I did three Zoom shows, and they, uh, I'm not, I'm not joking when I tell you they made me almost want to quit comedy. I've never I done anything it. more awkward. I did, uh, so one of the shows I was on, it was, like, six comics from, um, Florida. And one of the comics was kind of newer. It, in the pre-meeting, she'd be like, I'm real nervous. I'm like, why? <laughs> Literally, nobody's going to watch this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> when it came to her time, she just froze up and then started crying. It was the saddest thing Hilarious. I've ever seen. Just Hilarious started crying kid. and didn't turn off the mic. Like, just stayed here and didn't, like, I'll turn the camera off since I'm crying. Just stayed there. And then the host was like, we're going to move on. Josh, you want to go next? And then I was like, hey, so how's, how's everybody? <laughs> what do you say after that? That's and a she good muted bit. it but left the camera on, and she was still crying in the corner. That's it was really bit. sad, actually. Wow. <laughs> it was actually just sad. Jason, you should try that bit. Yeah, just <laughs> on get on stage, just vomit, and start crying. <laughs> just start crying. <laughs> my new bit. Just start crying, dude. <laughs> dude, just start pooping your pants and yelling racial slurs and be like, I'm your grandpa now. Yo, how bad is Jason that this is the advice he's getting right now? <laughs> he's so bad. Dude. He's Jason's Jason's probably in the in the top five comedians in Mississippi, which is why I will will bust his nads about it. 
him being very bad at it. Well, you did get me. Uh, you did get me a book show coming up here soon on December first with uh, our good friend Mo Alexander. Never and, forget. Oh it. yeah, and uh, hopefully that'll light the fire back under my ass to to get back there, out there continuously because I've had some book shows this year that went great, but when it comes to actually going to the open mics, I'm just like. I'd rather sit at home and eat pizza, <laughs> you know, watch That's TV. Josh. Like, you know, I, I some of the open mics uh, around here are just like I, I don't want to keep going to the same ones. I got to get out of town, you know. I got to get out of yeah. this town, mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you sound? And spread my wings. I gotta fucking fly. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go to Lafayette where they have open mics with eleven different people. Don't you want to see me soar? <laughs> <laughs> my chemical no romance is mics. back together. I have to go. Josh don't have no open mics around him either. I don't have anything. Uh, there's nothing within an hour of me. Uh, if I want to go to a mic, it's at least an hour. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. This podcast is brought to you by our mobile gaming partner, Globe Glider. If you like the fast-paced action of games like Flappy Bird mixed with the strategy of Balloon's Tower Defense, then Globe Glider is for you. Making a donation to the game using our partnership will not only give you sweet in-game prizes, but also unlocks an exclusive open micers cape and helps a small indie gaming company thrive. Download Globe Glider now on the App Store or Google Play. That's tragic. I, I used to host one. <laughs> I hosted one out here, and then I realized I would rather just drive an hour to one than host one. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather just drive an hour. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Is it is it hosting an open mic the worst job in stand up comedy? I is it not? Yeah. I love it. I well, I hated it. If here there aren't any good comics in yeah. this. Particularly where I live is in, in the Zoom Baton room, or... New Orleans. Okay. <laughs> Both, but in between okay. Baton Rouge and New Orleans, there aren't any like established comics. So the mic was just like the same three people that just wanted to talk about how Hitler invented Priuses. That's yeah. one guy's bit that he went on every. But it was just you know like four people. I want to hear more. Comedy. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I want to hear more. <laughs> oh, uh, no, you don't. Was, Jason wants. Jason needs material. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Jason, if you start talking about how uh, Hitler designed Priuses, and then you talk about how the hood looks like a little mustache, you could say that. Oh, That's something he there said. you go. Write that down. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, was, it was real good. It was real Jason, good. Jason, get a book. <laughs> a notebook right now. Yeah. If you tell that joke on stage, I'll book you down here on one of our shows. Sweet. <laughs> Jason, it's so easy to accomplish. Just do it. I know. That that bar is on the floor. I could just step right over that. <laughs> All right. I don't even remember what we were talking about, but we're going to get back on track here, boys. Um, Lead us Josh, back. I, want, I want to talk to you because I've only successfully asked one interview question tonight. Um, <laughs> what's, so talk, talk to me about doing Kevin Hart's Heart of the City, what the process of that was like. And um, what you know? How did you book it and everything? Talk me through just appearing on uh, a Comedy Central show that magnitude. Uh, I did not. Let me explain. Um, they had showcases down here where you auditioned for it. They had two in New Orleans and one in Baton Rouge. Okay. And whoever was booking it basically just reached out to established comedians down here, like uh, Howard Hall. Uh, Red Bean and Carrie B and people like that uh, who reached out for names. Then they asked for emails, like the, for three minute videos. And then you got booked on a showcase and you went down and performed on the showcase. They filmed it. Everything was filmed, but they only used the stuff they filmed on the showcases for like uh, commercials and little snippets uh... in between stuff. And so if you may, if you pass the showcase, then you were on the Comedy Central show. But it was clear very quickly that I was not who they were looking for. Gotcha. Uh, I did the showcase. I had a, a killer set. But the night before, I was in Lafayette. <laughs> and I had opened for Jake the Snake Roberts and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, wow. <laughs> to this day, that's like a highlight of my... They signed my so action jealous. figures and the, and the poster. It was one of the greatest nights of my life as far as comedy goes. And uh, when I got to the heart of the city thing, the cameraman came and stuck a camera in my face and said, so what's the highlight of your comedy career so far? 
And I know that he wanted me to say, well, you know, it's actually, I'm about to go on stage for this Kevin Hart show. But instead I was like, oh dude, last night <laughs> I got to open up for Jake the Snake Roberts, bro. It was crazy. And the camera guy was like, all right. And then just kind of, but so I was only on the showcase. I didn't make the show. And gotcha. uh, there's 10 people picked for the showcase. And out of the 10, they take two. And um, so they used a clip from the showcase as a commercial on the TV show. So when I did Bonkers, instead of saying I was on the Heart of the City showcase, they said I was on Heart of the City. Ah. I, and I emailed them and was like, hey, buddy, I was not actually on Heart of the City. I don't know if you care, but I don't want you lying about threads for me online. And he's like, oh, no, you were. And then he for real sent me a clip of a soundless, there's no audio, um, no audio at all, but it's me walking across the stage and the picture's like spinning <laughs> as it moves. And it's five seconds of me spinning as it moves and sets. And the guy was like, that's good enough for a TV credit. And I said, okay. So they used it for the bonkers thing. That's why I made me laugh so hard when you asked about it. Cause I was not on heart of the city. The, Mo Alexander was on the heart of the city. I and I was not. not aware of this because I saw that credit and I was like, oh, of course Josh was on nope. that. And I just didn't nope. know about it. I was on the showcase. Yeah. But they show and I emailed them and I was like, hey, look, it's not great for me if you lie about credits that I don't have. And then they sent me a link to just, I mean, I think it's literally seven seconds and it's just a picture spins yeah. and you see me for a minute background, no audio. And they're like, this works. I was like, well, that's awesome. Actually, you should, you should update your bio, honestly. Yeah. I was on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City in a seven-second set. Yes. I don't think you have to say that. <laughs> you just say Yeah, you can leave that last part out. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, we know guys that are, you know, they have a Netflix credit because they were on there for two seconds fist bumping somebody. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to say who that was, but that's a thing that someone's doing. Yeah, I was going to say, that's yeah. not the most egregious thing anybody's ever used as a credit. Trust me, that's, that's legit compared to some of the stuff people will do for credit. Dude, is there anything yeah, that makes you shocked. more mad than somebody lying about credits? Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty aggravating, um, especially when you know the situation behind it or something. Like, if... I, I, I can't say that I opened for TJ Miller because he showed up at an open mic that I was also right. on. I yeah. can't write that I featured for, that doesn't make, that's not what happened. That's a good example. Uh, but yeah. people really, especially around where we are, there's a lot of celebrities that drop in on mics and stuff, and people will use that. Like, I, one guy used to use open for Daryl Hammond because Daryl Hammond did blow in the bathroom of the House of Blues during an open mic. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that counts. <laughs> Dude, I... I know a guy who is like headlining on the road, maybe a year into comedy because he was doing this show and Dave Chappelle dropped in and took over his show and he just let him. And he was like, I opened for Dave Chappelle. (laughs) I'm one of the best comedians in the world because Dave Chappelle took a microphone out of my hand and then proceeded to tell jokes at my show. Yeah, so in Mississippi, is the is the comedy scene there like big on calling people out when stuff like that happens? Uh, certain people are. I I will call someone out if they stole a joke specifically from a meme. I'll show them. I'll find the meme and fucking show it to them. But for the most part, no one cares. Yeah, yeah. There's only like seven of y'all, right? Yeah, there's only seven of us. So if we lose a comic, then we're kind of screwed. I, hold on, uh, Mississippi comics. I know you. <laughs> I know yeah. Jacob. I know Krangus. <laughs> I know Patty. Face, Patty Dwyer. Oh, I do and, know Patty Dwyer. And uh, Patty, Patty just had a kid as well, though, so she's slowing down a lot. Is but, Derek Copsula still out there? Nah, brother. He's kids. been in Austin for a while. Fuck them Austin. Kids. That's where he is. Yeah. Derek Copsula hasn't been down here in years, dude. Since before I started comedy in 2017, he hasn't the been first- down here. The first place I went out of state was to Gulfport, Mississippi. A guy named Tommy Rustin ran a show in a bowling alley down there. And Heck it yeah, was dude. fucking packed out. That guy was such a goddamn dork. He had on his license plate. His license plate said, I'm funny. It's the dumbest <laughs> guy I've never. He's not he, funny. 
Wow. Me and Jeff Buck used to, oh, his his main joke was about saying that, uh, like, uh, it was 2012, so he was talking about Tony Romo, and he's like, it's not just a coincidence that his name rhymes with homo, huh? And he would just like, Oh, Jason, you can write that down. Oh, yeah, write it down. Write that down. Hitler. Tony Romo. Gay as hell. Comedy gold, baby. Gold. Gold, baby. <laughs> Throw something in about Tim Tebow too, dude. Say something about Jesus and Tebow, you're gonna be fucking killing it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mi- Mississippi comedy is, especially right now, is not popping off at all. Dude. Yeah, we yeah. we got we're back to having one open mic a night, and then like, uh, like the old heads are all starting to quit, and then everyone's starting to move, and then everyone's getting mad at each other. It's like, so we only have like five comics down here. Dang. Who are the old heads? Who are the old heads down there? Uh, I mean, so the people that have been doing it since I started doing it, I think most of them have already quit. Uh, guys yeah. like Too Real, he quit. Jeremy Kirkland, barely see him anymore. Uh, Too Real came to my open mic. How long ago? Uh, year or two ago. Okay. Right after <laughs> or before the COVID lockdown, one or the other. Right after or right before. He came okay. with a guy. Um... Chris Brown? shot in the dark big fan of chris brown is every he, time uh, i brought him up on the open mic i brought him up like he was the singer chris brown <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it was the funniest bit for me <laughs> so i thought we were is he a white about... guy no chris brown's definitely not white yeah it was that guy yeah that's who he came with okay chris brown it was chris brown and two real i only remember because two real is uh you don't forget when somebody writes that down yet you ask them if that's what right you want. Do you, like, <laughs> you want me to say this? You want me to say? How yeah. how do you where do you put the emphasis? Is it too real or too real? I don't think I it matters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jacob, Jacob, I'll be honest with you, it never mattered. I'm just Jason, gonna tell you right now. Jason, it never mattered. You need to change your name. <laughs> change your name. Get a stage name. J Rob. J Rob. J Real. I like J Real. Robin a cradle. Fucking them babies. J Rob. Boom. There you go. J right <laughs> Look, everyone calls him J Bob. J Bob yeah. would be a fantastic stage name. Oh. And you should, uh, yeah, you have to wear overalls. Like every punchline should be like, well, you know, you like guy did hamburger. Yeah. yeah, the guy that did like you hamburger. Did hamburger. Oh, J Rob done done it again. J <laughs> <laughs> Bob done popped off. Oh, shit. That's be like good. your getter done, dude. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I could just create a whole other character, you know, like like that. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, it's dude. fun to do characters on stage because then if it's not funny, it's not your fault. It's the character that's not funny, not you. So True. you have a level right there that you can save yourself with. Oh, dude, we interviewed a guy a few weeks ago who got kicked out of the New York Comedy Club for constantly doing characters and not doing himself. <laughs> I'm recently donned uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage attire and um, been writing jokes uh, just because I had like a, a couple Halloween shows and I was judging a roast battle for Halloween and I got booked on a show called Ghost Roast where I'll be roasting another dead person or a whole panel of dead people. David, aren't you uh, roasting David Crush? Isn't it you and Edgar, David Allen, Crush? Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, so Edgar Allan Poe. that's actually Edgar Allan Poe. I actually don't need it. I don't need it because I have it written down already. Thanks. Put that in your little skit. You fucking hack. I guess we're both hacks. I guess we're. Uh, You'll never, you'll never roast David Koresh better than Bill Clinton did. Oh, (laughs) oh shit. Who's playing Edgar Allan Poe? Is, is JP playing Edgar Allan Poe? No, no. JP was, uh, I, uh, I, he did help me out though. I recently released a video of him being like Mean Gene Okerlin and giving a promo. So it was, uh, it was very fun. Is this uh, in Lake yeah. Charles? No, this is in this... Lafayette at, at Artmosphere. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought the Ghost Roast was Lake Charles. No, it's run by John Merrifield. Gotcha. Hmm. Okay. Good inside baseball talk, guys. <laughs> This, yeah. this is great podcast uh, work. Oh, yeah. We are the top <laughs> comedy podcast in the entire Gulf South. And we will remain that way, Tyler Arsenio. We'll remain 
the best so, comedy podcast in the entire Gulf South. I hope you guys are okay um, with after this episode airs, I'm going to send messages to everyone on your friends list. On your friends list. <laughs> like, this hey, come listen. Hey, this is J-Bob. <laughs> Hi. Okay, well, it's too late. Me too, sweetie. Yeah, <laughs> Let's bring the kid on the show. The kids always make the ratings hey, hey. go up. My kid is in the bed right now watching her tablet ready to revolt. <laughs> She's ready to come do this for me. They're watching Garfield. They're supposed to be watching Garfield downstairs, and he's bald because, uh, dude, somebody, I was... somebody, somebody <laughs> so Please I was, explain Garfield to me. I was dude. about to start roasting, but I know how much you love your kid, so I was biting my tongue. Oh, <laughs> like... man, uh, don't he can, hey, don't he can hear you? Uh, oh, he really? had lights. Yeah, yeah. He, he had lights, so we had to shave his head. Uh, somebody in the school that the schools don't have to notify you anymore if a kid in your class has if a kid in class oh, your kid no. has lice, they don't have to tell you. <laughs> so what? he had it, and like we had to go through the comb, and he hated it so much that I was like, "Dude, I can just shave your head, and then it, you don't have to do this." Dude, if he was like, yep. "Tell him to come look at me on here. Tell him I told him that bald is beautiful, baby. Look at this." <laughs> He's been Josh watching is, Stone Cold videos, so he's good. Yeah. Josh, is that y'all first time dealing with that BS? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, it's been a, so it's been about a week now. Zoe had it. We had a. You know they have services. This is gonna be good for podcasting. They have services <laughs> that just come out to your house, and some crazy lady just takes care of the lights <laughs> while saying weird stuff to you. But she like takes them. She like takes them and keeps them live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a little jar. It's a little jar. And if you don't pay, she just drops the jar on the floor and leaves. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What yeah, is she... some... huh? What does she do? Does she just pick them all up by hand? Dude, she comes to your house and she has a because they'll tell you the Red X, the shampoo that you buy in the pharmacy doesn't work. They'll the, like you call a doctor and you're like, hey, I used the shampoo and it didn't work. They're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't work. Everybody knows it. Nobody, they still sell it. This lady makes her own stuff and she puts it in their hair and then she brushes it all out. She cleans it off. They're completely lice-free. Dude, this lady knows. If you ask her anything about lice, she knows the answer to it. And it's the craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> you have a, li uh, a lice lady. <laughs> what yes, kind of shit is yeah, that? It's a, it's a very expensive service that comes out. <laughs> and she's like, you know, they can't survive in the dryer. So she takes all your clothes, puts them in the dryer. She picks the kid's hair out. And then she comes back four or five days and does it all again. And then you're fucking free and clear. Of like seven hundred and fifty dollars, it's insanely oh crazy. Oh my god! Uh, let me save yeah. you seven hundred fifty dollars. Put the kid in the dryer. <laughs> uh, we started. <laughs> we started trying to pick them out, and my daughter's hair is so long that I'm I'm good with how much it costs. That's good. It's done. So, it's not so my problem anymore. What is but in this concoction? That that she drops uh, at your door or whatever was it like <laughs> gasoline and boric acid no <laughs> it's supposed to be organic and non-toxic and check there's like four companies in the area that do this lice care but they all buy the product from her so there's like four separate companies but they all use the stuff that she makes <laughs> i want to know rich, what huh? this she's rich what brought this lady to be the lice lady like how she is very rich she Can has you... seven employees they never stop she came to my house at 10 o'clock on a sunday night okay yeah we, you have to get us in contact with this woman. I want her on the show, Jacob. I have to know these things. Like this sound, this is fascinating. That Dude. there, there is a lice. Person. Buddy, let me tell you right now. If you start, the interview is going to go like this. This is what the conversation was like. She's going to say, "Well, I tell you what. These lice, they say they live twenty four hours on your head, but they don't. It's only eight or twelve. If they fall off your head eight or twelve hours. They're dead. As dead as these kids. Have you seen everybody?" Just these mass shootings just don't ever stop. And it's like, I don't even know. I don't even Yo. know what's going on. And she's brushing the hair. And you're like, wait, what did she just say? And then you just keep going. What a segue. She's like, Dude, and she's like, all right, now you throw those in the dryer for about 45 minutes and it just cooks them alive. And then basically they die because their brains just cook. Kind of like Biden, am I right? You ever seen him just stand there? He didn't know what's going on. Like, he don't know. He don't know what's going on. What? I mean, he doesn't. <laughs> don't but it's so crazy it just keeps shifting in and out and every time we're like what the fuck did 
did she just say? She's like, yeah, yeah, I got your kid's head right underneath this very pointy brush. So be careful what you say next. She hands you a business card. It just says MAGA Lice Lady. <laughs> it was, it's a Confederate flag, but instead of stars, it's little Isis. <laughs> Dude, is Lice an insect? How many legs does it have? I would think so. Yeah. Have anybody, uh, did any of you guys ever have lice? I never had lice as a kid. Oh, I wonder why. I still haven't. Oh, the best <laughs> well, when I was I a kid, you dumb Mason shit. Just, <laughs> Mason just walked around bald headed <laughs> as like a thirteen year old. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like ten years old. <laughs> she says the medicine you take and the stuff in your blood affects how much they attach to you, and they hate uh, THC. I didn't have my whole family was infested with bugs. Not me. Not a single fucking one uh, on me. I'm so sorry. I was so happy to hear that. Find out they don't like uh, THC or different medications that you put, like blood, certain blood pressure medicines. They can't; they'll die if they drink your blood. Do they like insulin? Because I may be screwed. They probably do. <laughs> I was gonna say if they, if they like diabetes, Jacob might be covered in lice right now. <laughs> this is the up. best. This is the best episode of a comedy podcast I think I've ever. <laughs> Forty-five minutes of lice talk. <laughs> yeah, this is the worst podcast. Sorry about ever. that. Uh, anyways, we have to wrap it up. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, dude. Things that we have to hit before we do get out of here. Uh, Tyler, we have to promote your new comedy podcast that you and Jason Leonard are coming out with called We're Dying Down Here. When can people expect the first episode? What's it going to be about? Tell me everything. Uh, the first episode, it, when, is this going to air this week? Uh, it'll be on uh, Wednesday. I don't know. All right. First episode is coming out November 19th. We're going to be releasing every other Sunday, roughly. Um, so yeah, this Sunday we'll be releasing our first episode with Caitlin Palufo. Uh, the general theme of the show is, uh, it is based around stand-up comedy, but we'll be interviewing national foreign comedians as they come through Lafayette, uh, because they tend to do so. Um, and, um, so whenever that happens, we're going to even like Caitlin was great. Cause Caitlin came in, she like. She was her show like doors opened at eight. She showed up at like seven fifteen, walked in. We got on stage, filmed a podcast, and then we started the show. It was nice. just like all so perfect. So we're uh, gonna do that, and then we wrap a podcast around the interview. Um, so we we already uh we already filmed our podcast, so we're ready to release our first episode. Be coming out this Sunday. Uh, general theme is we're dying down here. Is essentially like we're in the south. Um, we, you know, we've made the decision to stay here and do comedy for whatever reason, you know, dedicated to Cause we're hacks. Yeah. Uh, 10 years uh, in the same city. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get me started. Um, but yeah, so, uh, <laughs> we're, we're asking these national touring comedians, you know, how, when have you died on stage? Give me a story. Not even necessarily a bomb, just could be like. You know, you died that day for some reason, you know, and related to comedy. So uh, really, uh, really fun. Uh, really excited. Um, yeah, I've been kind of holding out on doing a podcast because nothing really like nothing really made me feel like I had anything, you know, worth the salt. And then this opportunity presented itself. And I was like, this well, is it? I'm not going to say no. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, not only. Not only do I love JP, but uh, the chance to, you know, get to get to pick the brain of some of these people that I may not even have an opportunity to talk to otherwise. Um, so it's really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys shouldn't do it, actually. You should not <laughs> do that podcast. Because <laughs> then we're not going to be the number one comedy podcast yeah, no. in the Gulf South anymore, yeah. Tyler. Guess who's not Gulf Coast VIPs anymore, dumbasses? <laughs> You guys better suck. All right, swear. <laughs> uh, Josh, tell me everything that's going on in your life right now, man. You have shows. Are you headlining anywhere? I know you. Uh, uh, you just stopped doing your shows at the Hideaway. I'm. That's very sad for everybody. What's going on, man? Uh, December second, I'm headlining a show in Youngsville. Uh, no, not December second. Hold on. December second, we are doing a a fundraiser for the Miracle League. Uh, I run North Shore Comedy down here with my buddy Daryl Rollo, and we are doing a fundraiser for the Miracle League to help get um, uniforms and equipment for handicapped 
children to be able to play sports at ball fields and stuff. Y'all are the worst um, people. The absolute worst. Yeah, Jeez. it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. We have that, and then I am headlining Boomtown uh, Casino in New Orleans with Tyler uh, December oh, yeah. 15th? 15th. 12th? Is it 15th? 6th, 15th. Yeah, in the middle of December, and yeah, then in <laughs> <laughs> then uh, second Friday in February, I'm headlining Boomtown in Biloxi. Nice. Might have to yeah. come up there and see you. Let me get a spot. Uh, yeah, Let me yeah I don't spot. have anything to do with that. I don't have anything to do with that. Uh, just tell him. Just be like, hey, no, <laughs> this guy's a Gulf Coast VIP. Yeah. If you come <laughs> out, if you come out, you can go up. Wait. I bet. I don't know if I. I don't know if the, how that works, but probably I not. Imagine. Probably. Also, I think who's gonna stop you? Who's gonna stop? I'm gonna storm that stage like like we did the Capitol, brother. Do it. Nobody's gonna stop you. Just like nobody stopped you there. They see a Patriot storm and they know to get out of the way. Come on. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi ain't gonna be there. (laughs) Also, I think we all need to ask ourselves: Do you want to perform at the Boomtown Casino in Biloxi, Mississippi? We we Uh, never stop to ask. If we should do that. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you this. Josh asked me to open for him at, like, I guess their sister company, Bonkers, in at LaBerge. And, yeah. but at the time it had to be clean. And I was like super hesitant to do it. Or no, yeah. So we just like didn't do it. And then you, you came back to me and said, yeah, they kind of like are loosening up on that. And I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Because I'm saying pussy. Being clean is what's gotten me booked on those shows and is what uh is what helped get me uh there's not a lot of clean hours out there. And so uh the guys, the the couple that run bonkers like me, they like my clean set, clean, you know, mostly clean. Um so casino shows are not the best. It's usually People stumbling in that have been drinking, you know. Yeah. But they pay very well, and the amenities are great. And uh, sometimes they're killer shows. You never know, but they pay very well. And then they always, they're like the stepping stool into clubs, and, you know, mm-hmm. you got to start, and then you work your way up. And, yeah. And no, Tyler... I'm, I'm very proud of you for headlining over there, man. Thank you. It, it's, it's, actually, it's actually very cool. Tyler, um, I'm uh, just gonna say just, that your your first special needs to be called "I'm saying pussy." <laughs> it's and, true, and it's just you breaking down and crying for an hour, <laughs> vomiting <Yes>. and crying. <laughs> well, kill. All right, I'll be Jacob. Bo Burnham. Oh, I have a podcast, BucketsAndDuckets.com. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Um, <laughs> no, we're going to plug that. It's full of Gulf Coast. It's basically the VIPs of the Gulf Coast. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and have real deep. <laughs> Is the podcast over? Are we doing plugs? Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're legitimately done. Yeah, so it's Jacob, been over an hour. <laughs> Jacob, tell everybody what we got coming up. December 1st, Pensacola, Florida. Vinyl mm. Music Hall. I will be opening once again for our good buddy Mo Alexander. Did I finagle Jason into getting a guest spot? You bet your sweet little open micer asses I did. Oh. Of course I did. Of course I did that for our guy, dude. So come on out. Support the open micers, boys. On the road. Vinyl Music Hall. Tickets available now. And if you don't thank have... You, oh, thank you. And if you don't have anything to do on Thanksgiving weekend, uh, specifically Saturday, November 25th, come see my band Falls from Grace. We're playing the Drifter Hotel. In oh, New Orleans Dave. for the Thanksgiving Turkey Massacre. Uh, it's 3522 Tulane Avenue, and that is Saturday, 20, the 25th. It's going to be Oversight, Falls from Grace, Dark Horizon, Cemetery Frost, and To Be Determined. So we don't know who the big headliner is going to be. So go check us out uh, over there for the, uh, the Thanksgiving Turkey Massacre. So that's going to be it. Uh, Jacob, anything else before we leave here tonight? All right. Well, if you want to email us, you can email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail.com. You can go to linktree slash openmicerspodcast. 
That's our overhauled link tree that's got everything you need as far as our socials, our website. You can even give us some money on Cash App and PayPal over there if you like the show. And uh, so go give us some money. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. guys we're not gulf coast vips i don't know what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) this podcast is a zoo house llc production we got to tell you guys about b-res coffee company that's right b-res coffee is a small business established here on the gulf coast that was created for gamers by game whatever kind of coffee you like they got you covered like the out-of-this-world chocolate and caramel-flavored roast, or the Two Hardies One Ship, which is a rum and dark chocolate-flavored roast. You can even get your very own Open Micers Roast of Coffee. So if you like us, you'll like this dark roast too. So head over to brezcoffeeco.com and use our code OMPODCAST for 10% off of your order.